So it was like grade nine, and uh, I was in this cooking class, um, which is a sweet class when you're in high school because you get to just make food and then eat it, and then you clean up, and you get assignments to like make chocolate chip cookies or I think we made cheese biscuits, um, different baking and, and stuff like that. And uh, we had this teacher um, that had one of these personalities that you just really wanted to rebel against and all the kids were just really like they were fucking little shits. Like it was one of those classes where the teacher has kind of lost control of the students and and the students are just having a really good time. Like, and the teacher's always yelling, stop talking, behave, and, and really frazzled. And looking back on it, like that teacher's life was just shit because she walked into this room every day where the kids just like did not respect her and they were just little shits. And... um she used to wear these pants that were like super wide leg. Like they always made me think of like super, like back then I used to call them Maddie Mance pants. If you remember like back in the day, Maddie Mance used to wear these super wide leg pants like back at old rollbutting contests. But yeah, she used to wear these massive wide leg black pants and she was pretty overweight. I wish I could remember her name, I don't. But I remember it was a Miz. Definitely a Miz, not a Mrs. Um, and she, I just, she was just so stressed every day and trying to command respect, but the kids were just crazy and throwing food at each other and not cleaning up. And um, anyway, on this day, um, I was out. I think I was playing basketball at lunch, and I came in really sweaty like in the afternoon to her cooking class and so I was sitting at my desk like huffing and puffing super thirsty because I had just like rushed away from uh, right when the bell rang and I didn't have time to like get water or anything so I was sitting there super thirsty we used to have um, a thing called silent reading and for like 15 minutes all the kids would uh would just sit there silently reading. So I'm sitting there and it's quiet, the whole classroom's quiet, and I'm sweaty and thirsty. And I remember I have a pop in my backpack, but the teacher has this like strict rule, like no drinks in class. Um, but I was so thirsty and I really wanted to drink this pop. So I reached into my bag and I grab it and I try to open it as quietly as I can. And I pull the, the the thing of the can. It goes like really loud. That was a really bad. Yeah, but you you know what I mean. It was really loud, and obviously all the kids heard. The teacher heard, and she didn't even say anything. She just gets up, walks over to me, takes my pop, and brings it back to her desk. And she she puts the pop like in a drawer in her desk closes the drawer and then a little bit later she gets up and she leaves the room and then while she's gone I noticed that there's dripping coming from her desk like the the pop had spilled in the in in the desk and it's leaking on the floor so she comes back a couple minutes later and I say Ms. I think Renke 
Ms. Ranky? I don't know, something. But I'm like, Ms. Ranky, um, that pop is, uh, is spilling out of the desk. And she looks at me and she says, You seem to know a lot about it, don't ya? This is Todd McInerney, and you're listening to the How to Be Unpopular podcast. Tonight is Friday, August 19th, 2011. I was supposed to have my boy Travis Nabe over for the Redemption podcast after last week. We have a serious hole to dig ourselves out of. I got way too fucking drunk. Ugh, stupid. But I'm just looking at Facebook now, and Travis has emailed. Like I thought, like, um, I'll I'll read you the thread here. Um, Travis wrote me when he started listening to it, and he says, "Ha ha, this is hilarious. I think I'm going to write things down next time. Either that, or not get stuck on a weak topic for 45 minutes. Ha ha ha." And I wrote back, "Let's do it Friday." Haha, sure, I have a lot to learn. I say, fuck yes, let's do it minus the absurd amount of alcohol and vomiting. Travis, what time are you thinking, dude? Todd, around... uh, Todd, yo, dog... Oh, no, around the... Okay, sorry, I fucked that up. Travis says, what time are you thinking, dude? Todd says, around the same time, 7.30-ish. I say again, yo, dog, what's... what's..." And this was me tonight, because it was like 8.30, and I thought he was coming at... 7.30? 7.30? I say, yo, dog, what's up? You coming? Travis just wrote back, I wish, man, I'm stuck at good old EA. And he's got a little sad face. So, fuck you, EA. You took my guest, and it's Friday night, and it's 9 o'clock. Um, from what I hear, EA is just a slave labor camp. Shitty deal, dog. But... So I'm just going to have to do this one solo. I was looking, really looking forward to talking with Nabe again because he's a super, super awesome guy. And uh, he's got a lot of really good ideas. And I think last week we just got way too fucking drunk. Um, way too drunk. God, stupid. Um, it was just one of those nights, like, I don't, I don't usually drink vodka. 
and we have a whole bunch of vodka left over from the wedding and we were drinking so much vodka he brought dr pepper over and i was making these drinks that were like half dr pepper half vodka and they were so good and they went down so easy and i didn't realize how much i drank and it was one of those things where i drank to a point where i was like sometimes when you, like a little bit of alcohol i think is fine but you reach a point it's just really not cool anymore it's not fun after like I would say even like four or five drinks after that point like the glory days are over just give up but like you get to that point sometimes and usually I'm good at stopping I can usually tell myself sorry I just my brain was just trailing there but anyway I can usually just tell myself to cut off I know that point Sometimes you get to like the fifth, sixth drink and you get so wasted that you stop being aware of anything and you get into a consumption mode and you just finish a drink, oh, I need another one, finish a drink, oh, I need another one and you get really retarded and I, that, that was me on Friday, I lost my awareness totally and I got way too drunk, oh, it's just embarrassing to look back on not proud of it but after the podcast I vomited off of the deck I was so loaded me and neighbor out there talking and all of a sudden I was just like dude I'm fucked and and it just hit me like a ton of bricks like whoa the whole world was just dark and I barely remember it but it was an awful feeling and I just oh dude oh, oh. like oh fuck and like i'm a violent vomiter like i my whole fucking back just arches up and just like holy fuck like oh shit oh fuck it's horrible so that's what i did Friday night, um, and it wasn't like I was at a party. I had one guest over, Travis, um, and uh, maybe that's why he didn't come tonight. There's a good chance that he didn't want to come watch that again. But I had a plan tonight. I was not going to drink, and I made a, a pot of coffee, and I, the plan was just to get nice and caffeinated instead of drinking. Because I really want to go skating tomorrow. And I don't want to be fucking hungover like I was last weekend. What a waste. It's like, I work five days out of the week. And then I go and I basically waste the two days that I have off. Um, poisoning myself. How fucking retarded is that, really? So, needless to say, I was pretty depressed all weekend. Like on... On Saturday, I was obviously really hungover, and then on Sunday, I just felt, like, really depressed because, like, I had drank so much alcohol that, like, it's a depressant, and it, oh, I just felt this, like, oh, I just knew it was very, this very chemical depression in my body, and I was like, yep, this is what you get for being a retard. So live and learn.
hopefully that won't happen again. You always say, oh, oh fuck, never again. I quit drinking. And then it cuts to a couple weekends later, and you're with your buddies in a back alley. Woo! Ow, ow! Yeah! But hopefully next time I'll keep her in check a little bit better. Oh, God. I told, uh, I told my wife... Uh, last night, I'm like, yeah, I'm having Nabe over again for to do the podcast. And she looks at me, she gives me this, like, little glare. I'm like, don't worry, I'm not, I'm not drinking. We're gonna drink coffee. That'd be cool. But, too bad that didn't work out. Too bad, so sad. It's, uh, a Friday night, and although Travis isn't here, the feeling is still right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it anyway, because I roll with the punches. I can take it. I can take what life has to dish out. I'll react. So, I think I want to talk about something, but before I do, I'm gonna take a very short break um, and I'm just gonna like stretch it out a little bit because I'm sitting like kind of hunched over so I'm just gonna play a little jam and uh, kind of loosen myself up so that I don't fucking suck um, do that. I've got it on mute because I obviously faded it out before. God. This is the most unsmooth show you have ever listened to. Horribly slow. Featuring Todd McNerney. Not the brightest. <laughs> Not the brightest at all. And now he's taking way too fucking long to select a song. Holy shit, would you fucking just click on something? Had a little dance session. Got the blood pumping a little bit. Little solo dance session in the apartment. It's good to do. Oh, that felt good. 
Dancing fucking rocks, man. Especially when you're by yourself, because you don't give a fuck. Dancing when you're alone is the shit. I love doing it. I bust out some some moves, let me tell you. Um, but anyway, I wanted to talk to you about stunts. Stunts, as in doing things that you're afraid to do, things that you could get fucked up doing. Stunts. There's something really unique about the experience of, like, being out skating with your friends, and you're filming, and you, you see something, your friend points out, like, some trick. And for whatever reason, it just really uh, excites you to think about yourself doing it. And you might think, yeah, I got that. I, got, I could do that. And you kind of start imagining yourself doing this whatever for me it's usually like a big gap or but i don't know that sounds like i'm a really boring role better but yeah well i guess usually when i do a stunt it's like a big jump so um i'll be eyeing out this object and you know, you start to think, yeah, yeah, I got that. I could do that. You imagine yourself doing it, and but it's it's scary. And there's always like something like you imagine, fuck, if I clip my toes on the rail or whatever on my way over, I could fucking like smash my face into the ground, or fucking break my leg and my my foot is hanging off my leg, like ah. Fuck! Oh! Fuck! Shit! Oh! And your foot is hanging off of your leg. Or something like that. So you imagine that. Uh, but then the excitement you think about actually of doing it and, you know, it's funny because it's hard to explain why you would want to do that, but you just, I just do because I've done it in the past and I guess I'm addicted to this incredible feeling of glory that comes along with landing it. And in a way, like I, I keep going back to that, not as often obviously as I used to, but once in a while I'll, I'll do something like that where, where it has some consequences if I fuck up. Um, Funny, that was actually, I don't know, I've probably talked about this, but that was why I picked the career that I'm in with like web development is because I wanted to be able to do that, like do, I wanted to be able to do stunts and fuck myself up, but still be able to function and be able to take care of myself. Because really when, you, that is a, why a lot of people st stop skating is because they get to a certain age where suddenly they have bills to pay, they have a car payment, they have a girlfriend that they have to buy birthday presents for, uh, they have to feed themselves obviously, they have to pay rent and and they start working as like like an electrician or I don't know something and usually it's a concern like if I fucking break my leg or if I get hurt I won't be able to work you know and 
I've heard people say that, and that's like a big concern. Um, and that's why I picked this job is because I'm like, oh, I could, I could break. Well, there was other reasons, but this was one of the reasons. Like, I could break my leg or like fuck myself up, and I could still work. Like, I could still have something to keep myself busy, like something to work on. I wouldn't just be stuck there. So, and it is true. Like ever since I've been doing this, I don't really care as much when I go skating um, if I'm gonna get hurt. Like I'm still a pussy. Like I don't, I don't like falling. I don't fall a lot when I skate. Um, but sometimes I do things that have a lot of consequences. Um, and I have done a lot of things that have consequences. And luckily I haven't fucked myself up. But, um, even, I think even that possibility of fucking yourself and up, and I have fucked myself up, I think it's really beneficial to fall. To, um, and I'm not even talking about stunts, but like anytime you fall on the ground or like going through that experience, I think is beneficial. Like if you ever watch those videos on YouTube of like compilations of older women falling down, it is hilarious. Um, he, because the, think about it, normal people don't fall like a normal 40 year old woman probably hasn't fallen down since she was like 25 or you know like for most people falling down is a really rare thing to happen um so to watch these ladies fall is just they just turn into rag dolls it's almost like it's almost like the experience of falling is so foreign to them that they they start they lose their balance they start falling and they don't know how to control their body. They just become like rag dolls and they, their brain just like blacks out and it's a traumatic experience. So it's almost like they just lose all consciousness, lose all awareness and just flail and fall so fucking bad. Whereas like people who are used to falling all the time or at least fell a lot when they were young or something have a greater like awareness while they're falling their brain they don't like black out while it's happening they can react and control their body and you know if they're falling back they know to keep their chest and their neck tight and not let their head just like ragdoll back and smash against the ground like little things like that that you learn you usually learn the hard way but you learn from like falling all the time you basically learn how to fall it's a really valuable skill Oh, that was a rant about falling. Falling on the ground. Um, I really wish Nabe was here to help me out. So a lot easier to do podcasts with people. But I do like the solo ones. It's like a lot more challenging and a lot weirder. This is weird what I'm doing.
Like, like I'm, I'm at home by myself, just talking to basically myself. Like I'm recording it. It's a really interesting experience. I recommend it to people. Do it. Um, but going back to the the idea of like rollerbladers being more aware during maybe during a traumatic event or during like they like fall they slip on snow or something and fall down a hill or you know whatever whatever would cause you to fall in the in the real world um you would just be more aware i think that's that goes for a lot of like traumatic experiences because you've like basically you've been chased by a bear a whole bunch of times and what i mean by that is like when you're being chased by a bear you i guarantee you that you can run a lot faster than you can if you're not being chased by a bear it's the fight or flight mode that you go into where you're running for your life and i bet you could run so fast or it's like i think i heard a story about a guy's daughter who got run over or something and he in that the car was on top of his daughter and he was able to pull the car off of his daughter just because obviously he wanted to save his daughter and it was just something that under normal circumstances this man would never be able to do but it took that traumatic situation to basically turn him into fucking superman and he could that's kind of what you're doing when you do something that's really scary is that you're forcing yourself into a very dramatic situation where you're forced to like react to this pretty insane situation um and so at that moment like you're physically you're like top notch you're in that fight or flight mode you're basically being chased by a bear but you've chosen to put yourself into that situation and you're doing something that requires you to like keep your cool and keep your wits about you but so all that experience if for like stunt skaters or rollerbladers i always sound i always feel really weird when i say skaters or rollerbladers yeah us skaters eh like we skate eh yeah i'm just going some people at work work asked me what i was doing this weekend I said, yeah, I'm going to go inline skating. And they're like, oh, cool. Um, where was I? So, doing stunts all the time. I have this little theory that... Um, like they say that when you fall off of a cliff or you fall off of a building or something... I've heard that, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that you, normally you die before you hit the ground. Like it's such a traumatic event that you, you, uh, your heart explodes or something, you just stop, your consciousness just shorts out, like, because it's so crazy. I'm thinking about those people falling from the World Trade Center, like that massive building and people were just falling out of it like ants like I remember they showed that on TV 
a couple times or once before they realized how crazy it was and I think they stopped showing it but that day I remember seeing that on TV people falling like 200 stories to their death but I've always had a theory like if you were say Carlos Pianowski if Carlos Pianowski was in the World Trade Center on 9-11 and he had to jump out of a window because he was burning to death um, I think that guy would be so used to um, being in hairy kind of hairy situations that he would be aware for a much longer period or maybe a, just a little bit longer than the normal person like I think that 40-year-old woman that jumped out. Um, it would be so crazy that I think her heart would explode probably like a little ways down or... I don't... When I say heart explode, I just mean she would just kind of die. I don't know. Or black out, like faint in midair or something. And she wouldn't experience falling for that long. But I think Carlos Pianowski would... I think he would like he would stay conscious the whole way down until he like smashed his face against the cement and then and then died but anyway have some coffee well well folks this has been the this has been fun not as fun as if if my boy was in the house but um I'm going inline skating tomorrow I'm excited I'm excited not to be really hungover tomorrow I'm going to get up bright and early, go downtown. I want to... I said on Facebook that I would be out at Plaza at 9 o'clock. And I will be there at 9 o'clock in the morning, inline skating. And it's going to be sunny, and it's going to be morning, so it won't be too, too hot. And no one will be at the park. Well, maybe like a few kids... And their parents or something it'll be super chill plaza got these really amazing skate plaza as a skate park down here in vancouver and it's basically like a street plaza um and i've so i've never really liked it that much like i would never choose to go skate there but they did all these improvements and it's like it's really fun now but i haven't had a chance to skate the improvements um, when it's not really crowded, like that park is usually very, very crowded with skateboarders. S Vancouver is like a, a mecca of skateboarding. Um, and that place is kind of, it feels like the central point of skateboarding in Vancouver. It's very, very busy on Saturdays. So I'm going to get there early and skate before all those bitches get there. And it's going to be sweet. I'm really excited. And I am not going to be hungover because 
I am drinking just a little bit of coffee. You know what I'm saying? So tomorrow morning, I'm gonna feel good. And I'm excited to inline skate. In a couple weeks, there'll be the popularity contest. Um, I have a few things to say about the popularity contest, but maybe I'll save that for another episode. Maybe I'll talk about that um, when it's very close, or maybe the day after, or maybe the day of, I can record a podcast and get people to say things for me. That would be fun. But probably I probably won't do that, because I just want to go skate and have fun. And it's always really, there's a really, um, I always get really excited when there's events like that. And the main thing I'm excited for is just skating with all, all my friends or like a lot of people that I grew up skating with other rollerbladers that I haven't seen in a really long time from Canada um, there's always a really fun energy in the air I love skating at pop contests not necessarily in pop 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 contest like I will if I'm I usually get pretty stoked just with everyone there but I just skating period with everyone is super fun and I usually just pretend like it's not even a contest, it's just a session, like, oh, role-playing contests are weird, it's kind of silly, but if I can just view it as a, as a session, then I'll have a good time. I just don't like the idea of, of it being structured, you know? Um, I would rather just go skating. It's weird that there's someone like, okay, you go, now stop skating, now you, you do it, and now you stop, I don't know. I like to vibe, man. I, I like to do what I want to do. That's what rollerblading is. You do what you want to do. So I like to do what I want to do. I don't want no one telling me when I can skate or when I can't skate. You know what I'm saying? I like I I want to write my own book. You know what I'm saying? I don't want I don't want an editor. I I want to write it. I want to edit. I want to co-produce. I want to distribute all on my own. I don't want no no other people involved because it's my show. You know what I'm saying? I don't want, I want to do what I want to do and that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm really embarrassed about last week's show. Um, when I, I was going to, up, I uploaded it actually late. The we I put it in two parts, part one and part two, and oh my god, when I listened to a little bit of part two, I was just so embarrassed. I almost didn't want to release it, cause I was just I was that guy. I was that really drunk, stupid guy. Ugh. I never want to be that guy again. But uh, I felt like I had to swallow my pride and release it because I don't know just because I feel lame about not releasing something because I like feel ashamed of it so I'm trying to repress that feeling um, so anyway thanks for listening and uh, let's uh, let's do a podcast I want to do a podcast with you come over We'll drink some coffee, we'll hang out, and we'll talk. So, Travis, if you're listening, hit me up. Hit me up on Facebook, dog. Let's do this up. Let's do this. All right?
So thank you for tuning in. This is Todd McInerney and the How to Be Unpopular podcast. <laughs>